0: You're listening to the Go-Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Oh, what's going on when so? It is the Go-Birds podcast right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP and, of course, Radio.com. And we had to call in the big dogs because Carson Wentz is making $154 million over the next six years podcasting from South Philadelphia. It's James. Don't call. Man, I screwed it up. But it's James Seltzer, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you
1: nailed it, Johnny good enough for me buddy it's good to be back what, what a what a way to make my return what's more exciting the Carson Wentz contract extension or the triumphant return of James Seltzer I ask you that
0: we shall debate it in a little bit uh it's the Carson Wentz contract extension but I love <laughs> you guys uh of course Elliot Shore Parks is here Elliot what's happening friend how are you
2: not even the Carson Wentz extension could overshadow the real news, which is James is back. So this is all <laughs> secondary. The big news is James is here. And then we could talk about some extension or whatever
0: happened. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's get right into it then. James, uh, just tell me how you're feeling. What are your initial thoughts on 2024? At least, uh, hopefully, Carson's there along with this contract. But what's your initial takeaway? Uh,
1: I'm really excited about it, guys. I, kn- I know you – look, anyone who listened to us talk – about the contract extension that we all knew was coming at some point before the contract extension happened, knew that I was pretty bullish on wanting them to sign him now, thinking that there was no reason to wait because they're going to sign him. I mean, Howie Roseman said publicly like a hundred freaking times, just, hey, uh, yeah, he's going to be here. We want to do everything we can to be here, uh, blah, 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 all that stuff. Like there was no way they weren't signing him. So there, the, as Elliot pointed out, the only reason to wait was if he got hurt and i I just, I believe in Carson Wentz and obviously you can't predict injury, but I believe that with the offseason to work totally on football, not worry about the knee to get back from the back injury. I just think we're going to see 2017 Carson Wentz. I think that's more who he is than the injured, not fully ready to go guy we saw last year. And I think that the way quarterback salaries are going, I mean, this is going to be a steal. This is going to be looked at. Like when Jared Goff Soon enough, who has the same agent as Carson Wentz (laughs) signs a deal for more money than Carson Wentz got, Carson Wentz will immediately already be a bargain on some level. And I just think it's going to continue that way. We're going to see more and more quarterbacks sign. And Carson Wentz is going to be better than most of them.
0: Uh, and Joe Banner agrees with you with uh, with the golf move. He thinks he's going to make more too. It also, it says Dak Prescott's going to make a little less. I think that's pretty obvious from this point. Uh, Elliot, the cap numbers still matter, and I know that you're still ooh, this is still a big risk. And I think the take was this is Howie Roseman's biggest risk of his career, etc., etc., etc. Obviously, I don't think it is. It was. It was. I think it already happened uh, by this point, but. Um, it's 25 million dollars, or just above 25 million dollars for its entire value. Uh, we don't know where those numbers are going to lie. Uh, uh, well, I'll get your take first, and then I'll throw in my my own two cents here. But what's yeah? Let me
2: let me get my initial take, and you can do yours, yeah. and
0: then we can get to the contract. But
2: so my initial take is twofold. First is I think that in a moment like this, you all take a st- we should all take a step back and say from Donovan McNabb to now. This team has gone through a lot of quarterbacks and throughout this podcast we'll sit and we'll debate is Wentz going to be worth the money and all those things but at the end of the day Kevin Cobb, Michael Vick, Nick Foles, I mean, you know, like they've gone through a lot of guys. So to to commit to Wentz, I think is a huge it's one of the biggest moments in this franchise's history and it's the first time they've really committed to a quarterback since they handed McNabb $115 over 12 years back in 2002. So we're talking 17 years since this franchise has made this kind of commitment financially. So it's obviously a huge deal. My thing is this, why now? It's a massive, it's like, whatever you think of Wentz going forward, there was no reason to do it right now at this type of money. I don't believe they got the type of bargain you're probably gonna say, you guys are both probably gonna say they did. I think at best, it's a fair deal And at worst, they paid him earlier than they had to. So I think that they are committing to Wentz. I think Wentz has looked great in OTAs. But I just, my initial reaction to it when I saw it was, that's a lot of money for a guy that's
0: ended the last two years on the injured, basically on the the injured reserve list. I think that's a fair thing to always think. But the problem is... You're always going to be thinking that no matter what or how long in this career. And I had this take earlier, and obviously I had a lot of Sidney Jones and a couple of others in mind when bringing this stuff up. But, like, for some reason, it is always just like, ooh, oh no. And I don't think Elliot's saying this, but I'm just saying I feel like we always just put away the talent. We tend to put away and block out every great thing about a player, and especially in this case with Carson, when, when he gets injured. And that's always just going to continue on and continue on. Listen, is he going to end up as Sam Bradford? If you want to think that way, I can't stop you because I can't make you feel any different. What I will say is, just in practical terms, the Eagles, and especially Howie Roseman, have been doing this for a while. And the method of trying to pay guys before the market rises and before... You know, uh, a massive year for Carson Wentz as Elliot. We've kind of seen now that it does mm-hmm. look like he's back to that. You still got to play games. You still got to prove it on the field. Totally understandable. I'm not going to just, you know, stake a claim on OTAs. Maybe on some preseason games, but not OTAs. And uh, it, sure, like, is it is it still have risk in it? It absolutely does. And if you don't feel like it has any risk in it, I think you're kidding yourself at this point but goddamn, is this contract going to look good when he puts up massive numbers over the next couple of years? And if he does, if he is an injury-prone quarterback and is still able to keep getting back up and play at a high level, granted, you know... Another ACL tear, does that change people's minds? Yes, of course it's going to, or whatever. But we have seen a lot of quarterbacks get beaten up and get broken up uh, a lot of the time. Ben Rothel's one of them. Uh, uh, ben Rothel Ben Roethl. Ber- ben is- Ro- <laughs> Ro- Love that Thank Ben Roethl. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is another one. You are going to continue to pay those guys because of their talent, and Carson Wentz has all of that talent. Are we saying the same things about Patrick Mahomes if he ends up with an ACL for a guy that threw 50 touchdowns? Is he no longer worth paying? Is he a risk You know, at that point? I don't think so, and on and on and on. Okay, Ma- well,
2: to be fair, Mahomes, if he tore his ACL once, still wouldn't have then also suffered a fractured back. So I, I see your point that – Yes, just because a player hurt is hurt doesn't mean he's worth never investing in again. But I do kind of think you're slightly diminishing the degree of Wentz's injuries. I mean, to this point, Wentz's injuries are a bigger deal in his career, in my opinion, than the high level we saw in
0: 2017. Uh, okay, James, how do, you, how do you feel about that? I mean, because I, does it still in the back of your mind worry you a little bit about his injuries? Or do you think that this is, it's it's going to be eventually a non-issue?
1: Look, uh, you you can never – it's the the fucking NFL, all right? Like, anyone can get hurt at (laughs) any time. At any moment, anyone can take a hit that ends their career. I mean, who the hell knows? Like, we can't pretend to project. And I understand where Elliot's coming from, and I do think that it's important that Carson Wentz proves that he can find ways to to last through a season. But – the counter, in a couple ways to it, look, the it, torn ACL was a freak injury. Like, that happens. It wasn't even, like, he didn't even hurt it in the way that most people hurt their ACL. Like, we just sadly saw Andrew McCutcheon do. Like, like it was a—he actually got hit in his leg by two guys. Like It was such a freak injury. And then, to be blatantly honest, I—, I really genuinely believe that the back injury was it could have been from a hit but I think that it also could have been whether the hit was from it or whatever or belabored the injury could be the fact that he's favoring his leg because he came back in freaking like nine and a half months from an injury that people said was like 12 to 18 months to truly recover from so I think that Look, I get it, I, and I I do think like look, you have to say two of the last three years he's ended the season on on injured reserve. I do think also last year though that if they win that Dallas game, I don't think he goes on injured reserve. I think that back injury was something he could have played through. I think they made that very clear by not putting him on the actual injured reserve and all that. So but you feel like they benched him then? I no, I look, I think that it was, no, it was just smart cautionary to put him down. Yeah, it was cautionary and then Foles got on a roll. But regardless, I think it's the kind of thing that he could have played through if he had to. And I think ultimately, with an offseason to to work on actual football and to be healthy, and yes, sure he has to prove it, but I think that it's I think it's short-sighted to say that because he tore his ACL and had that rough knee injury, and then his back got hurt the following year when he Clearly came back too quickly. I think it's short sighted to say that he's going to be hurt for the rest of his career. And I know he had some injuries in high school and co- college and all that, but like, and these are all like he broke an arm. Like, this isn't the type of stuff like I worry if like a guy keeps pulling his fucking hamstring like over and over and over again. Like that's why I was worried about Alshon Jeffrey coming here. Like but Carson Wentz, this is all kind of freakish stuff. I don't think you can say he's going to be hurt for the rest of his career. Here's the sample
2: size. Here's the flaw with that argument, which is,
1: yeah, I agree. No one knows what's
2: going to happen going forward, but you can make that argument with every single player in the NFL. We have with each player, we have equally no idea what is going to happen going forward. Right. So all you can do is look at what a player is right now and making these decisions. And then you project and you hope that. Right. I think
1: the, but that's why I'm saying that it's, it's, it's freak injuries. Like I'm more worried. Four if years in a row. But it's not the same injury every year. Like if he tore his ACL, the same, like Robert Griffin, the third, like that dude was screwed because he tore the same yes, ACL right. multiple times and tore it badly, like, and played on it and all that stuff. like, I think that, like, that's the type of thing I'm much more worried about. If a guy has an arm injury, I'm worried about that. If his rotator cuff is hurt, like, the Andrew Luck thing scared the hell out of me because that's his freaking shoulder, like... Wentz has never hurt his throwing arm and you know what James old- I'm, I'm going to jump in right there
0: stuff. right there too because Andrew Luck is a, is a great example too right he got paid long before this had a completely ridiculous injury along those times you know Way
1: worse than anything Wentz had for a quarterback that like that shoulder injury for Luck yes. was like that could, that could end a career in and of itself
0: he lost his fastball too a little bit and it looks like it but he's still a fantastic quarterback he's a great quarterback that's what I'm saying There there is going to be there might be diminishing returns that's just going to happen it's football you know the the same way with uh, literally all the examples that James and I were just saying there Ali that's why I don't understand that there's always going to be risk no matter what even if a guy's perfectly healthy and leading up to a contract there's still a good chance you get hurt during those times too yeah it's just it's just that uh, you want and here's why I actually feel a lot more comfortable about it too Um, we all know that next season is an uncapped year you know so how if he wants to front load that and this is what i truly think how he's going to do the the, it's going to stay how it is now and in in the unkept year i think you are going to upload that thing massively don't you think like i know that there's going to be cap penalties with the nfl and there might be some repercussions with it and you know depending on picks and and how risky it exactly is but i'm putting a lot of that in 2020 elliot do you think that that's what the eagles are intending to do here
2: well, I have a, a genuine question. So, the uncapped year is that a guarantee or is it a potential no, that, that a could g- not?
0: It's a guarantee. That it's an uncapped year because they have so to. So, is it? Oh, I CBA. thought it was.
1: I thought it theoretically could still change, but it looked. I thought it was looked very likely it was
0: yeah.
1: going to be. Right. Uncapped year. Well, yeah.
2: And look, that's that's one thing. Like now that we've kind of talked about the Wentz injury thing, uh, when you look at the, at the actual contract, we can get into that. Like how this ends up, be, whether it ends up being a bargain, quote unquote, I think really just has to do with his play. Like at the end of the day, if Carson plays at the level he did in 2017 for two or three years consecutively, this contract will be a bargain, right? Like the cap, hits almost. it doesn't matter whether the cap hits would have been 40 million or 28 or whatever, right? Like if Carson plays at the level he's capable of, this contract will be a bargain. Yes. But when you talk about making the risk, making an educated gamble going forward, and I really do think gamble is the best best term to use for this contract. It's a gamble. None of us know how this is going to play out. How we made a 107 million dollar gamble, but when we look at the contract hits, it, it depends how it, how it even's out because just off of the extension, it's around 32 33 million I think, which would be fourth in the nfl and then Mm -hmm. if you look at the overall length of it if you include those two years then it include then it's around 26 which is about seventh in the nfl currently so how they break this down how much of the cap it takes up we'll we'll have a much better idea of that once we get these details so as of now i don't really think i don't really sit think you can say it's a bargain or not, because we don't know what percentage of the cap and how these cap figures are going to be broken down.
1: Real quick, though, on your idea of it being a gamble, when, when you talk about the gamble, you can't just talk about it being a one-sided gamble. You also think about the fact, what's the alternative? The alternative, if you don't take that gamble on a guy who, yes, has had some injuries, but has also shown that he can play at an MVP level in the NFL, the alternative is getting back up to the top of the draft to draft somebody Banking no, on that's, Nate that's Sudfeld as your future? No, but I'm saying that's part of the gamble, right? Like that's part. If you're not committing to Wentz long term, you have to look at the other side of the gamble. Like but, but, that is something that all factors into the decision. It
2: has to. Right. But but you don't but that but my point is this: like you don't have to go to the length of drafting another person. Lo- looking at Nate Sudfeld, you wouldn't have to do that for three or four more years if you never signed Wentz to an extension, because you have him under contract for two more years, and then if you really wanted to, you could franchise him. Now right, we- you don't want to do that.
1: I mean, no, you don't. But I know. But like, but what, but what
2: point I'm making is to say that I think you should have waited on the gamble doesn't mean I'm saying you're talking about a rebuild. It just means you didn't have to sign him right now. You could have done this next off when you had. Another year of tape and seeing if he
1: could say, Pay it. more for him. The only reason to wait is if you're not going to sign him. If you, if the Eagles, if the I Eagles like were that. going, why? Why would he be cheaper next year? Why would he? Because what he te- if he tears his ACL again? What if he? Had then just then it's then it's like a do you sign it's him? It's easier discussion. to move on from him at That's that point. Discussion. Yeah. Like the point is, if the Eagles are committing to him long term, which they clearly said they were and made it clear they are, like there's no reason to to wait. Like it's just going to be more expensive or he has a season ending injury again. And it's a whole different discussion. Like, or they go seven and
2: nine, and he's okay. I mean, we have no idea what was going to happen this season. To say that it was definitely going to be more next season is just not right. We 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 no 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 more, no yes,
0: best. Elliot, you're you're dead wrong. You are dead wrong because the moment the, hold, on, hold on, hold on, on hold on hold on hold on hold on the moment he signed this contract, there are three or four other quarterbacks that are going to top him before the yeah. fucking season starts. Like what we yes, already said, but Jared Jared Goff but is going to help next
1: off season. Yes. Like, I mean, like what are we Cam talking Newton, about? Kim like, Newton. That has
2: nothing to do with. Look, Carson's Carson's value. Value, if they would have waited a year would have been based off of two things. Right? His play this year and the other contracts around the league. His play this year would have mattered more than the other contracts. It would have been two steps. They would have said, okay, what did Carson do do in 2019? And then from there, you look at other contracts. But to say
1: that it definitely was going to cost more is not true because you're not taking into effect that they believe in Carson. Yeah. If If you have an asset and you believe that asset is going to have a big year, you're the ones who are evaluating him, seeing his progression, seeing his health progression, being like, all right, like, no. Know him intimately, and you believe Carson Wentz is going to go out this year and at least play at this level. This is Carson Wentz's floor if he stays healthy this year, and you believe that that is a high enough level. Like then, then you have to sign him. Like you have to believe in your evaluation. I mean, what you know? I
2: I I agree. They're making an educated they're making an educated guess and gamble. I hundred percent agree, and they clearly believe in him, so they're doing it. I'm just saying none of us know so so it is a gamble they don't they don't know what's going to happen i
1: just think it's there was no other option i don't i don't think like this is not like a gamble in that way like of course like any any quarterback contract in the nfl is a gamble because the guy could go out and get hurt like i you know I, i like i understand what you're saying but like that's a very obvious statement sure it's a gamble but i i just think that 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 when you look at the situation they were in, when you look at their belief in the guy, like, it was a no-brainer to do it now. Like, there is no other option but to do it now if
0: that's what they believe And And the other key thing that we... uh, I mean, I think we think about it all the time, but this is the human element of this, too, in saying that, like, what's going to benefit Carson once more? Is it going to benefit him to say, like, okay, we'll wait and see because we're not really sure about your knee, you know? And then kind of have this... Well, shit, Nick Foles was just here. Do they really believe in me anyway? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I know that they traded him. They moved on. That's also a part of the equation, too, on why they're all doing this. They want to give him the full confidence, the full weapons, everything, because if you if you veer away from that at any point, it is not helping you or the franchise move forward like and I understand where you're coming from in terms of like yes this could all fall apart that's never going to change you know and that we, and you were thinking in the catastrophe uh, catastrophe type of type of thing when you're saying that like it, Elliot isn't there a middle ground between never being able to play football again and having a couple <laughs> injuries and yeah. maybe has to change his game a little like okay, maybe he can't really run to the outside as fast as he used to, and now he's got to become a better co- a pocket quarterback to go and do so like there are there are different elements I'm trying to understand where the disaster zone is if if it's because I think if you're basing it more on play that's a much easier gamble than talking about his health.
2: Yeah, look, I, I honestly don't even think Carson needs to change his game. I've never been in the camp of he's too reckless. No, I'm out not saying I'm I not think, saying
0: he does. I'm just saying in your catastrophe type of way, like what is what what are you thinking, in terms you, of like he can I, never play football not, again or what?
2: It's not really catastrophe. It's what's happened the last two years. So it's not like it's not like the Eagles are signing. Uh, I mean, I can't think of something like. They have a lot of guys that have been injured, but some someone that's never missed a game in four years, right? Me, we 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 wouldn't even be talking Malcolm about Malcolm Jenkins.
0: Thing.
2: Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins. That's yeah. a good example, right? Yeah. Like, and he's older. But if they signed someone that never missed a game in four years, we wouldn't even be talking about the injury. We 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 would say, yeah, it's a gamble, but every contract's a gamble. But this is a much larger gamble, like, than the every contract's a gamble type of thing. This is quarterback money, the most guaranteed money in NFL history for a guy that yes has a high ceiling but has a longer track record of being hurt than he does of playing at a high level those are just the facts and it's it's a it's a gamble I think Carson is probably gonna have a really big year based off of what we saw if he stays
0: healthy I think you're gonna have the best offense. hold on no I want to I want to pin you down on this where where is it that he is going to be where's the catastrophe part of the health like, what are you trying to say? I don't understand what you're saying. Though, I'm but, saying but
2: like. I <laughs> so so you I, I still, I, am not avoiding it. I genuinely don't understand what you're saying. If
0: he, even if he doesn't finish out the year this year for some reason, then is that is that all you're talking about? Like if there, if yeah, the back if, thing if he comes he up again.
2: If he the year on the bench again with it, with a injury that's big enough to keep him on the bench for the last four or five games of the year, then yes, that's a very big deal, and that's the
0: third year it in is. a row, and they would have. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make sure what it, what what it is. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that would that would be bad. I mean, again, there's sure. also an in between in that too, right? Like missing some games and then being there for the rest of the year, and so on and so on and so on. You can be injury prone in the NFL and succeed. That's that's my whole point. You know, I like, I,
2: I disagree with that.
0: Uh, it, okay, uh, but it's how many how many players
2: have missed games consistently and are still very successful? J.J. Watt. Clowny. Okay. I
1: mean,
2: JJ uh, J- J- Watt, JJ J- Watt, I would look, I'll look it up and see how what percentage of games he missed in his career. But I would also Tom Brady, came back. Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Aaron Rodgers. One year. <laughs> ben, okay. Tom, Tom Brady's missed one year in like 14, and Ben Roethlisberger is hurt a lot, but he doesn't actually miss games a lot.
0: Okay. I, I don't know. J- James, help me out here if, if you have any other thoughts. I'm just, unless you don't have any, then we can move on from from, from this particular thing. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm just I, – I, I, I get it. Look, I, I understand that there is – there's always inherent risk when – especially when it's in front of your eyes. And the difference between I, – I agree with you, Ellie. Like, if, if we didn't see Carson Wentz get injured, then it doesn't matter. And because the evidence is in front of us, we're less likely to believe that he's going to stay healthy. But if he was healthy and then signed this contract – and then goes through all the stuff that he has. Like you're still gonna say, "Man, I, I, don't, I actually would probably be worse at that point, right?" Like if you, well, I think if you
2: would say you think you would say the deal made sense at the time, it didn't work out. Honestly, it's kind of like. Not to bring the process into this, but it's like <laughs> the, the the results almost to a certain degree. I won't say they completely don't matter, but like to your point, if they signed Carson right now and he had played in that Super Bowl and he had played every game of his career and they signed him to this exact deal and then he tore his ACL week one, right? I wouldn't sit here and say, well, you know, this, you know, that deal obviously was a bad decision. Like clearly, it it might have not worked out, but it wasn't a bad decision at the time. But when we sit here and look at the what Carson is right now. It's more of a gamble for the Eagles than it is for Carson. Like the Eagles are gambling that this turns into a bargain, right? But based off of right now, Carson has not earned this money.
0: I'm still on James's side though because Plan B sucks in that process, you know. And and you got to well, go-
1: like the, like you got that's what I'm saying. It, like Elliot, you're just looking at it from that perspective. You're not looking at the fact that Wentz did have a lot of leverage in this situation with the Eagles saying that. That uh, whatever, you know, that they've won him back a million times. But on top of that, the fact that, like, I think you're overrating how much, like, how expensive this is. Quarterback salaries are going up every single year. Carson Wentz, again, has displayed in the NFL that he can play at an MVP level. And the Eagles believe that he can be an MVP the contract they gave him especially considering that yes the new money is 32 but you really do have to average add in the other two years because like ultimately that's the what they're paying him and there is no one on the planet Who is better at maneuvering around these types of, you know, minefields in contracts and the cap than Howie Roseman. So I trust him to structure this contract in a way that's going to be extremely beneficial for him to do other things for this team. So I, I like... I just don't understand. I think that if you're like projecting outcomes and you're like saying, all right, what's the most likely thing that happens? The most likely thing that happens is Carson Wentz costs more money after this season. That is the most likely outcome. Well, why, though? Tell me why. Because, look, if Carson Wentz had the season he just had this year, the season where he hurt his back and and played 11 games, 10 games at a— solid, a 15 good level, he's getting a contract probably more or at best the same as this. slightly more, maybe. Exactly, but it's still more. And I'm saying that that's a low end guess for what Carson Wentz can do this year. And again, you're not factoring in the point that the Eagles believe he's going to do well. They're betting. They think that he is going to be something great this year. And if he is, he is a bargain. So I understand what you're saying that, but that they're betting on him being a bargain, but of course you are with any contract. Like right. quarterbacks cost a certain amount in the NFL if they are of a certain level of talent. Like that's just the way it is. The teams are like the teams are held hostage by the quarterbacks. Like, that's why Matthew Stafford has made hundreds of millions of dollars. That's why Sam Bradford, mentioned before, kept getting contracts, kept getting opportunities, kept getting that type of money. So like I think like. You're just looking at it from a pure numbers perspective versus Carson Wentz and him being injury prone when you really have to look at it in terms of the landscape of the NFL, where the league is going over the next few years. And like it's just it's it's a great price for him. Like it's you're not getting him for cheaper than this at any point unless he fucking tears his ACL again or something and then. Again, it's a whole different story. Like, I just don't see any value at all in waiting if you believe in him and want to sign him. Well, like
2: you I, already- I gave him the most money in the history of the NFL. So to say that, you know, like, they got him at some type of bargain isn't necessarily true. Down the line, it could turn into a bargain. That's or the point! Over.
1: That's You have the point. To turn into an overpay. <laughs> you guys are fucking <laughs> Jared Goff is going to get more money. Like, Jared Goff is going to get more money. And Dak Prescott it, like, could get more or will get something very close to that, especially with Jerry Jones involved. Who the hell knows? Like, like, what are we talking about here? Like, you have to yeah, look at it yeah. relative to other things. Like, it's not in a vacuum. This is All not right, something that exists on its own. It's in relation to Jared Goff, in relation to Dak Prescott, in relation to this guy, in relation to Mitch fucking Trubisky next Fuck year. Fuck that guy. Fuck whatever.
0: you, Mitch, by the way. Fuck you. And-
1: like, I, I think you're, you're not looking
2: at the-, <laughs> uh, the grand, Let say one thing.
0: I, let me say one thing real quick. I All think right.
2: we're going a little bit in a circle. I think I'm leaning a little more towards the risk side of it, and you're leaning a little more towards that it's going to pay off side. We'll see what happens, but I think that like we're we're saying the same things. It's a gamble. You guys are just saying you believe the gamble is going to pay off and it's going to no, end no, up being worth. No, a we're,
0: say- we're saying no the, ga- the like, gamble the you gamble you did have
2: another choice. You could have waited a year.
0: No, wait,
1: wait, wait, <laughs> wait, no, I'm seeing. Oh, my God, you're not understanding at all. You, <laughs> I do understand. Hear. Like, what's the point of waiting? There's no point to waiting here. You're not getting him cheaper or you're fucking trying to draft at the top of a round again and get a new quarterback. Like, those are your options. Like, there's no wait a year and sign him again. Like, there's no upside to that. Like, at best case, you get the same fucking contract a year from now. Like, best, best case. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, you could... There's no upside to waiting here. Yeah, you
2: Yeah, e- E.E., e- I honestly... There's no upside. I agree. There's no upside. Unless unless you want to say you're making a more informed decision in a year and you'd rather just pay more next year and have make a more informed decision than you but are you're now pissing I, him off in the meantime.
1: And also that, that means that you're considering not signing him long term. Like that was something that this teams never doing. Like like they they were going to sign him long term. There was no reason to wait. Like end of story. Like it just is a wait. Like, again, I, I don't. I really well, we don't have to. It. We don't have to go
0: over it again. I'm just saying. Uh, all I'm going to say, Elliot, is I don't think you are factoring in kind of like the what is it again? Thirty-two, thirty-two million dollars, and how much. That is kind of part of the injury risk that they're taking with that. I, again, if Jared Goff is going to make more, and Cam Newton more than likely is going to make more money, and I would assume that Matthew Stafford, if he stays a little bit healthy, is going to ask for more too, because these guys all sign at the wrong time. Like it's just how it goes, and uh, yeah, and and and, and Wilson and and Rogers moved the market up again. You know, it's yeah, just
2: I, right. That's- I get that that's how it goes and you're right in a year we could be sitting here and saying man Carson for 32 is a fucking steal or we can be sitting here and saying whew man they really did that a year too early because he was hurt again like we don't know how it's going to play out that's the only point I'm making so to sit here and say yeah 32 million is a great bargain yes if it works out it will be but Carson's career is very unique right like he's played at MVP level and then also he's been injured twice so I just think it's a real crapshoot as opposed to other
0: quarterbacks yeah, but point. where which is fine to think. I'm just saying that both things are the gamble. It's not just well, this is a gamble. And both that's a gamble. Are
1: equally likely to happen. If not, oh. But- Yes. I, don't, I see. I don't think an injury is like again, like why statistically uh, it's happened more often. It in is in his because career. your statistics are based on freak injuries. Like there's a difference. Who cares what type of the
2: injuries they what are? What do you
1: mean? Who cares? You think he's just brittle? Like you think he's just a more brittle human being? Like <laughs> like uh, no, like freak shit happens in the NFL. Like four years so, in a row he suffered an injury. He all right, like happen. Frank Gore got hurt the first two years of his career, and then he played for fucking thirty yeah. years straight. Like that shit happens all the time, Elliot. That's the NFL. Like he also played sixteen games in his rookie season after hurting his ribs in fucking preseason like i mean like i think yeah. it's asinine to say that it's more likely he's gonna get hurt than not i i, I actually think that's. i, I disagree I, you're just basing it on me two out of three years, but you're not looking at the specific
2: well, what
1: you scenario. You, I'm, I'm using the- actual
2: facts in, in his, his history of his career. What are you basing it off? Of I'm other basing than off the, the,
0: same, the same things that you are, Elliot, that if if literally the same injury keeps occurring over and over again, that's different than what James is saying. James is saying that like, these are two different things that happen, and all the in- none of the injuries were the same none of them were so that's that's yeah. where we're coming from and saying
2: like he still missed the games I mean like it's not like you missed less
0: games everybody you, misses you, games everyone misses games and if you if you make it out alive without missing games you are the luckiest son of a bitch alive I mean he's it's played just more games happens. in seasons yeah. than
1: Nick Foles has in his career like uh, you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. Nick Foles, I wouldn't give Foles 107 million games no, but I'm, I mean like the point is is like he played 16 games in his rookie year people never really talk about that but like, I just think that just to assume that because two out of three years, like a freak injury happened, that that he's not going to be able to play like a full season is 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 really silly. Like, especially
2: a- year, I'm not assuming it. I'm just saying that if you had to like if we had to make a bet, the smarter bet would be that he's hurt next year. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not assuming he's going to be hurt. But, but he, he can be. hurt. Saying-
0: Elliot, I'm telling you, it's OK if he does get hurt. If it's a long term okay. injury again, that's an issue. He can pop out his fucking finger and still play football or whatever. Like, I don't right. know why it has to be a specific thing of 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 whatever. But we are probably all not going to agree back and forth yes. uh, w- with this. But I am kind of looking Nobody forward. Me this isn't going to help me in the comment section. Uh, no, no, it. probably. It probably won't. I, th-
1: I think this time you deserve what you're going to get. Here, I <laughs> yeah. disagree.
0: No, you do. No, you do. Like, it's it's it's, it's I because, like, I would love to hear Plan B. Elliott Shore Parks uh, uh, and, and we can do that D. we can Waiting. do that we can do that on the next pod you give me a different scenario which would okay. w- which would work better than signing Carson Wentz now and I will listen to it I'll probably hate it but I will listen to it um, but fellas I think you know what we have to do here right we we, we have to do it and uh, listen Carson <laughs> oh, here it comes there were a lot of times my friend where you and I did not see eye to eye, especially when you came into Philadelphia. And uh, let me just tell you that you've earned my respect and it was the quickest you've earned my respect, I think, for anybody that's come through here. 2016, it was bad, but you were here, you impressed, you showed flashes, 2017, you blew it away. And I'm gonna whisper something in your ear that no one is going to tell you, no one is gonna tell you this. But I promise you I'm always gonna give you the truth and what's on my mind. And what I'm gonna tell you is gonna upset a lot of people. And here it goes. My man, I want you to say, Fuck Nick Foles, fuck him man. He is not your destiny. He does not determine how good of a quarterback that you are. And although, although there is a lot of respect that is given out, there is a lot of questions when money is handed over because people think, people think that it changes you. But we know, Carson, that money is not going to change you. It's only going to make you better. It's only going to make you better every Sunday, every Monday night, every Thursday night. I want you to remember that goddamn Philly Voice article. And I want you to take it and wipe your ass with it and smear it all over the NFL. I want you to take that MVP trophy, stick it up Baker Mayfield's ass, and let Patrick Mahomes take a lick once you pull that out, baby. You! You! Or the chosen one for Philadelphia. My friends, take us to the next promised land because I know you can do it. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. This has been the Go-Birds pod number 81 right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds!